Hey y'all, I'm Elijah Woods with Ross Juniors, and you're listening to Raising Awareness with Students Podcast. Hey! Okay, y'all, it's Katie again. I am testing my new mic, so bear with me, y'all. Um, this episode is mainly going to be about what it's like running a nonprofit and kind of just the history of me running my own nonprofit. So I started this organization in 2015 mainly just to talk about diabetes. One day I was just sitting in my car like, my mom got diabetes. I used to always carry candy in my purse or she used to always want to stop when she would just say like, my blood sugar dropping. I need to go get some candy. And I became so immune to that statement that I never really realized she had a um, chronic, I, I don't know if diabetes is like considered a chronic disease, excuse my ignorance, but she has something that, you know, is not a natural human, that it doesn't come with, you know, being a regular human being. So I don't want my mom, I don't want to make her sound like an alien, but y'all get what I'm saying. So um, it was something that I was just used to hearing. And I started to realize like, a lot of people in the black community have this and it is actually preventable. Well, one of them, one of them is preventable. The other, not so much, is more so genetics. By the grace of God, I do not have diabetes, but my entire mom's side of the family has diabetes, both type one and type two. So I just always thought it was interesting how prevalent diabetes is in the black community. And it kind of led me to starting raising awareness with students and I honestly, honestly think that that one day of me sitting on campus at Michigan State University in 2015, in my car, I was just like thinking like, I should start this and start talking about things that I'm doing with the organization and raising awareness about it. But it originally started through my business that I was running, which was a baking company. And now that I'm at this moment where I can kind of look back and see how, even as a child, my mom switched my schools almost every year just because like the curriculum wasn't challenging enough for me, but she wanted me to stay in an environment where I was socially accepted. However, it also didn't give me that real community as far as you know having friendship and stuff like that. So it helped me as far as having smarts and intelligence, but um, I had an opportunity to go to a school like Marion, which it, it is a all white, all girl school, but mostly white. I'm not going to say all white, but my mom didn't, I got accepted to go in, but my mom didn't want me to go there because of the social culture there. So my mom switched my schools so that the curriculum could be more challenging because when you're not being challenged, you become bored and lazy. But when you are getting challenged, you you start to work at a, a decent level unless you're at an area where you're challenged too much and you can't reach, you can't match that level of skill. So you're kind of just frustrated and you're not doing anything and you kind of hit your cap on your your own abilities and your own skills. So my mom consistently switched my schools to the point where when I finally got into a high school, which I had to test in and maintain a certain GPA, that my counselor was like, you're performing so um, poorly that I don't think you're going to get in college. So I, we can say that was kind of my cap on 
quote unquote challenging myself as far as the curriculum goes. However, um, I need to stop saying um so much. But my principal really, really liked me. A lot of my teachers liked me. I was a class clown, but they just loved me as a person. And my principal didn't let me go because they supposed to kick you out after you get or if you don't get such and such. And um, they did, she didn't let me go. And I ended up leaving myself to go to a school where I basically performed better than those around me so that I could get in college. I won't say I was cheating in a way, but okay. I challenged myself enough to realize where I could reach. And now it's time to use what I know to my advantage so that I can get to the next level in my life. And um, that was what my mom did what she needed to do when it came to that. And when I got to college, the same thing kind of happened. I was on academic probation so many times, so, so many times, but I just, I just learned a lot from, from being on academic probation and just challenging myself. So I, to circle everything back around when I started my company, VK Suites, which is a baking company that came from my mom and one of my dad's girlfriends. Oh my God, not one of my dad's girlfriends. <laughs> Someone else with my dad teaching me how to bake. And so I took those skills with me as well when I was in middle school. I used to sell cookies. I used to sell candy, snacks. Like I used to sell it out my lunchbox. I would sell out every single day, y'all. Like I was going crazy. Like y'all would not imagine how I was going crazy. So I used them same skills, them same talents, that same work ethic. When I got to college, made it, started a baking company. And then I just realized I like helping people. I like giving back. I like using my talents to make money, but I really, really enjoy helping people. So, and it just made me feel good. Like this is this is free and it makes you feel so fulfilling. And it, it reminded me all of the times, it reminded me of all of the times my mom had me volunteering, doing Meals on Wheels. Like my resume was full of volunteer work before I ever got a real paid job. So it was easy to show, hey, I did this type of work for free. So you can hire me and get paid and you're going to guarantee that the job going to get done. So when I finally got to college and I started my baking company, it was like another way of me challenging myself, both academically and with the skills that I have from starting my company, because it led me starting my baking company led to me starting my organization, which is now my nonprofit. In the beginning, it was just a registered student organization on Michigan State, um, at Michigan State, and I was going to start other collegiate chapters at different schools um, before I graduated. So that so me starting VK Suites led to me starting Ross, which was because I started selling cupcakes and pink ribbons in lieu of um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And then I was thinking in my car one day, like, man, my family is affected by diabetes. I got to do something about diabetes. So I looked up the ribbon color. It was blue. And that's how, like, diabetes is not sweet. That was a coin term for my event in 2015. And every year since then, we've had a diabetes is not sweet event. There's been moments where I have completely forgot about my organization. And I still made sure to have a diabetes is not sweet event. And one day, my mom had just brought it to my attention when I graduated. Like, what happened to Ross? Like, you, you kind of just started it but didn't finish it. Like, you need to finish it. Like, finish what you started or whatever. So... She kind of put that bug in my ear to remind me, like, you need to finish everything you start. And since then, I made it a goal to finish everything that I start, no matter what. Even with college, where I almost got kicked out, they let me walk early. 
I had to take two more years to finish this one one or two credits for a class that I kept failing. Like, honestly, I would say my mom my mom switching my schools to challenge me helped me gain a lot of transferable skills to apply in other areas of my life. So when you challenge yourself, when you can um, try new things and figure out and put those put those steps from your personal journey together, it kind of starts to make sense. And I will say like, with me starting my banking company, my baking baking company, it's kind of just um, amazing to see what it led me to now and to have a thriving nonprofit that works with students, helps people. It just is a good feeling. And now at, at the age that I am, I thoroughly enjoy working with kids over anything else, anybody else, because they're so impressionable. Um, you can have a good lasting impact on them. You can cultivate them into the type of people you see them being in the future. Just like my middle school teacher saw potential in me when I was younger, the things that they said will be my future, I will hold on to forever. So you really have to remember what you say to kids and remember what you pour into them because um, I, just the things that they said to me really make me realize like they really saw something in me long before I became what I am now. And that's a gift that I think teachers have or just adults in general, but it's all about what you pour into them. So with starting my nonprofit is so funny because people always ask like, how did you start it or how do I start it? And it's like, it's a hard, I mean, I could give it to you the regular way and like step-by-steps of how to do it. But people who have nonprofits, they know this is a purpose-driven industry. Um, it's a purpose-driven um just it's just purpose driven like it's not a a business where you setting this up to make money it's not a drop shipping company where you're just trying to make some some extra income this is your your talent or your god-given skill to um give back to the world so when when people reach out to ask like how can i start one you can help them but you in the back of your head it's always just like that thing where it's like I can't give you the step-by-step because this is solely based on just learning as you go, but also putting your heart and soul into something that you do. And I think that's the beauty of having a nonprofit. So um, I will say, if you do need help starting a nonprofit, definitely reach out to me. I am also very willing to help um, free of charge. And I hope you guys continue supporting my nonprofit. If you want to go to our website, www rawsmichigan.org. Social media is Raws Michigan on all platforms. Raising awareness with students on Facebook only. And thank you guys for listening. Raws would like to thank all of our donors and supporters, including our partners at Global Giving. Thank you for listening.